0: and that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. Hey guys, this is Sean, and I'm here with Dr. Allison House. Uh, We are the co-founders of The Authentic Dentist. And uh, once again, we're just bringing to you an honest conversation about what's happening in dentistry today. Right now, with this COVID-19 crisis, And maybe you're in one of those places where you feel like you've heard so much and what you're hearing is scaring you. Maybe it's overwhelming you. And maybe you don't want to hear about it anymore. Um, But we know that there's a lot of people looking for answers. There's a lot of people that are scared. Um, And the path isn't super clear. Like this is what you need to do right now. If you are going to overcome, do great in dentistry, Uh, have a thriving practice. If anyone is telling you with certainty they know exactly what to do, Um, let us know because, again, we would love to interview you if that's you out there. Seriously, if if you have some insights, um, we'd love to give you a platform so you can share that with Dentistry. But today, we're just going to have an honest honest conversation about kind of the perspective, uh, the mindset, and the outlook that um, Allison and I have and have been fighting to keep Um, because just like other people, we're kind of tempted at times to, to get scared and to get anxious and get nervous and to wonder what tomorrow's going to look like.
1: I think as a dentist, I always have a plan and this has been really hard because I'm living in this ambiguity and the media is making me crazy every single day. It's doom and gloom. The world is ending. I keep jumping to the zombie apocalypse. It's it's crazy. And I feel like it's it's stealing my my ability to invent, my ability to overcome because I'm in a dark place at the moment.
0: But I feel like there there is that tension of like in the future it's unknown whether it's a month or whether it's four months from now, like what's the fallout going to be from this coronavirus crisis? We we don't know, but at the same exact time, in the moment, like what can you do today? Because you 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 can't solve the problem four months from now today all in one day. It, 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 I'm just it is this tension that we all have to keep grappling with, because
1: what is um, I, the turtle that says? Um, Life, the future is a mystery, the past is history, all we have is the present, that's why it's a gift, and so you have to live in the present.
0: And that came from a talking turtle?
1: Master Ugwe.
0: Oh, okay, um, Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Okay.
1: Great, great insight, I love that.
0: So we're here in the present.
1: We're here in the present, and all we can do is make the most of today. I keep waiting for, yeah, some kind of white knight to come in and solve the problem and get us back to work. But no one is coming. I, I don't think that there is some great answer that is just going to race through and get me back to work next week.
0: So no one no one is coming. That's kind of a, um, I don't know, that's a concept that I think we could unpack a little bit. Um, it's this idea of if right now you're on the sideline and you're waiting and you're looking and you're you're hoping because the government's trying to do something. Different institutions are out there. Uh, the ADA is giving it their best. Local governments are giving it their best. But right now, if we're placing all of our hope in some external movement, leadership, answer to come, that's probably not, not the best position to be in.
1: I, I don't think we can live with... Let's just wait and see. It's, it's not really who we are as dentists, as leaders in our community. And yes, I desperately want the CDC to just print something out. This is what you need to do your practice. You'll be fine. Go back to work. I don't think that's going to happen for a long time. And I, I keep asking people for answers and they don't know. So I, I've discovered that the answer has to be within me. What, what am I going to do in order to get through this time? Because, yeah, no one is coming to fix my practice for me. No one is coming to bail me out.
0: So even the way we started out saying like today, it's kind of a time that's shrouded in, in darkness. And it's like when I think of that, it's like we say darkness because it kind of obscures the vision of the future, the certainty of the future. So right now things are uncertain. Um, we don't know when things will go back to normal and what that new normal will be. Um, you know, I'm just trying to kind of like, what else could people be going through right now?
1: I, I think there's a sense of being alone. Um, Cause our communities of course have been separated. We have to be six feet apart from everyone except for our, our children, our, our relatives and maybe the people in your practice that you've kept. That is—that is, that does feel very isolating. And I think that sometimes if you've had a dark period in your life before, you can go back to that and feel like this post-traumatic stress of, oh, I remember a bad time before and this feels like that. It isn't. It's nothing like we've ever experienced before. But the mind likes something concrete that they can go back to.
0: Something it can connect to. So whether that was a time when you were in crazy debt right in dentistry and you went through a lull where you didn't know if you could pay your team. But maybe that was like five, 10 years ago. But now this is kind of bringing up those same like fears of like, like the thing that I fear most, somehow failing as, I don't know, the person that leads my practice, the person that leads my team, the person that can make everyone feel like everything's going to be okay. And now I don't know if everything's going to be okay. You know, and there's a certain aspect of feeling powerless, feeling powerless. I'm not saying we are powerless, but it's like, it seems like it's out of our control.
1: Almost like we're children. And and we don't have any ability to fix the problems. We're just sort of watching it unfold in front of us.
0: And you're just hearing stories about your neighbor that's out of a job, your family member that's out of a job.
1: My being niece re- has COVID. Really? Yeah. Yeah so it's it's starting to hit home that there are people that are very, very sick and people who are dying and that is a reality, and it's not it's not that we should be Pollyanna and pretend that things are not happening around us, but at the same time, you still want to keep your mindset, your perspective in that growth where we're we're thinking about, okay, how do I use this time? how do I make myself productive instead of falling into the abyss of woe is me.
0: So I think there's like two things we're talking about, like kind of having some understanding and some grace for where people might be at because the struggle is real. It's understandable why people could be scared. Um, I I remind myself that (laughs) like it's okay Uh, when I don't, have all that strength and feel like I know that I know that I know that we're going to be okay. Um, But at the same time, we are wanting to call people toward, I don't know that, that like discovery of like, you're stronger than, you know, Uh, you know, people right now that could be holding the key. Um, And it's this idea that Alison and I were talking about of like, kind of like a puzzle. Like you might be getting clarity on a certain way that dentistry can move forward um, or some sort of answer, but you don't know that maybe your colleague or or someone else in dentistry is holding a different piece, and the piece that you're holding might seem insignificant on its own, but it could be the missing. It could be someone else's missing piece that kind of lights that light of inspiration, and now all of a sudden it's like ah, oh. like so many of what what you're going to share, Allison, about what you've actually done in your practice, that might be the missing piece that some people are like, I, I don't know how to have a practice that's open and safe or hygienic.
1: And and the issue with that is we don't know and there is no answer. I've, I've combed the CDC for an answer and nothing. The ADA just put out new guidelines, nothing. So when we're talking about having a practice that's safe, we can only do what we know from our training and what we know to be real today from the science that's been done. Now hopefully the scientists are working really hard on this and we're gonna have answers. But in a time when there is no answers, no one is coming, we've we've gotta make decisions for ourselves. And I think you can't go out to September. You know, if you if you jump to September, what is it gonna look like? I mean we could you can get crazy on September. But what does May look like,
0: like? That's also like a tidal wave that I feel like is going to take out even the bravest of souls, and that's not necessary right now. Like, we all need to stay encouraged, and looking that far out
1: is not encouraging. If the zombie apocalypse happens in September, it won't matter what you did with your practice. <laughs> Nothing will matter. But at the same time, if that is true in September, I do want to know that I, I went out kicking and screaming. I didn't just sit at home with my toilet paper. <laughs> You know, I want to know that I, I did everything in my power to keep dentistry moving forward, to keep my practice. And if, if it fails, okay, so be it. The zombie apocalypse has started.
0: So part of what we want to talk about is the fact that there are certain mindsets that will lead someone toward shrinking back, being more afraid, self-preservation. And those would be like mindsets that are based in scarcity, that are based in anything that would lead someone even to hoarding. And that's so prevalent right now. Like the second Costco comes out and has all these, and and they're doing their best, but hey, now you have to wait in line. We can only let so many people in because social distancing. It's like, well, you as the consumer are now not being given access to food right away. And you have to wait. And you're wondering if there's going to be enough when you get in. Like,
1: It creates a mindset of scarcity. And that is not the mindset that is going to propel us forward.
0: But the mindsets that will have to do with, uh, like as Simon Sinek says, the infinite mindset, or the you always talk about the growth mindset, or that that mindset of abundance. Um, and you know we talked about this earlier, where growing up with my brother and sister, and they were both so capable, I realized early on that there was room in our family for all of us to be loved, for all of us to have strengths and for our strengths to coexist. It wasn't if my brother's great, I'm not great. It was I want him to be great because my parents love him and my parents love me and they want me to be great. So it's like this abundance mindset is like there's actually room for all of us in our giftings, in the expression of those giftings and the best way for dentistry to succeed is for us to encourage and call forth those giftings in each other instead of feeling like it's still me against you. And if I help you, it might be at the expense of me, which isn't true. Like if I help your practice succeed, that might mean you take a patient from me. Like this whole like we're up against each other. We're not kind of family and we're not a fellowship in this. We're like at odds. It's every man for himself. It's you're an island and you have to watch your back because right now people are going to steal and take.
1: And maybe that was true six months ago that we were in competition with each other. But the reality is this, this pandemic could make it so we have expanded duties. We could, we could do more. Our training has not, is so great. And yet we work in such a small area. It's possible that we could be greater than we are today if we work together. So I think we have to stop looking at it as, okay, I'm going to keep all my patience. I don't want anybody else to take my patience, this scarcity, this money, because it's possible that we could boom after this. I don't know how it will look. It might look totally different. Some of the things that come to mind that are different. Okay, so it's September and all of us went bankrupt. 100% of dentists went bankrupt. Well, the bottom line is the world still needs us. You, you can't just send us out to pasture. You need us. So maybe we build a hospital that reduces our overhead, and suddenly we're making a lot more money, and we're in control. I, I don't know what the future holds, but let's let's start thinking about those sorts of things instead of, well, I'm not going to talk to my neighbor because of this scarcity mindset.
0: So I love so much of what you said on so many levels. First, it reminds me back to two podcasts ago. We were closing it out. And that's exactly what you said. Right now, before dentistry, there's an opportunity. We can all shrink back as dentists or we can do something so great so that the community around us goes, you know what? During this crisis, when everyone was panicking, dentists stepped up, dental professionals stepped up. And they educated me about COVID 19. They educated me about my risk factors. They they cared. They led. They made a difference. And that moves dentistry forward in a huge way. The other thing you said is like this we don't need to hold on to the business model of dentistry as it is today.
1: We didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We That's didn't true. like it already. So if we have to check it, well, Let's let's look. Let's be visionary. What could we do that would make things really work for us?
0: I, I mean, that's the great thing. So this this storm, this crisis, this fire of COVID nineteen, the ways in which it shakes dentistry and the model of dentistry, whatever doesn't remain. Okay, like let this could be the greatest gift that almost purifies the model and allows something to emerge that's going to be better for dentists for the next decades to come. And we'll look back and go, wow, it's crazy that that moment of crisis that had all of us in panic led to the greatest innovation in dentistry that set us up for fulfillment and success. Like who's to say? The story hasn't been written, but it won't be written if people stay on the
1: sidelines. What is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. I had a professor that used to say that all the time. (laughs) But it's true. And, and it's something we need to start looking at.
0: So right now, um, it's easy to see the chaos, but it's difficult to see the opportunity. It's difficult to see what could be. But this is the perfect time for innovation.
1: So the last three weeks have been so hard because I feel like I'm just spinning. I, I keep waiting for somebody to give me an answer. I feel like I've called everyone asking for answers I feel like I haven't known what to do with my team. I haven't known what to do with money. And then I find out that I'm going to be closed for another four weeks and could be longer. I don't know. <clears throat> so now I'm at a point where, okay, I can't spend anymore. Uh, I need to start thinking about a plan. And, and I've, so I've come up with a plan for my office. I don't know if it's the best plan. Nobody seems to know anything right now. But I know that this is how I'm going to use my time for the next four weeks. So what I did,
0: by the way, this takes immense courage, Allison, because so many people don't want to do something wrong. They would rather wait till they can do something with certainty than start stepping in an uncharted territory that might not be optimal. It might, might not be the perfect path, but you're moving forward. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry oh, I,
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. So I, my team is still with me. I didn't let anybody go. So we had a team meeting. Some of us were virtual, but we, had, we were on the TV. We had a team meeting and we just sort of went through the practice, every single room, every single procedure. And we just started saying, oh, you know what I've always wanted? I wanted to fix that drawer in operatory too. It doesn't close. Oh, Okay. So then after we started talking, we discovered there were a lot of pieces that we could put together. So we we put things on the wall, those big Post-its, you know, those gigantic Post-its. So I have one for the physical space, front office systems, back office systems, and team learning. And then we each took the little Post-its and just started writing and putting places, which was really fun, actually. They were so excited.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask you to just repeat those four things again. Okay. So- in-office or front office systems, back office systems, team, and then what was the- uh,
1: The physical space. Okay. So some of them were futuristic. We were thinking about the future of what this practice is going to look like, but some of them were just things that we anno- that annoy us already. Um, my front desk person said, you know what? That health history is too small. It's bothered me for eight months. Could you make it bigger? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. So we put that on the wall under front office systems. And then we talked about, you know, we've been wanting to develop an insurance program, a membership insurance program. We could do that. So we put that on the wall. So the beautiful piece was it wasn't just me coming up with the answers because I don't know all the answers. It was my whole team. And and they were excited. One of the funny things they said is I, I hate endo. I don't do any root canals. I won't even do it on number eight. But I have a whole big closet full of it that takes up prime real estate in my sterilization and they're like why (laughs) they're right why so we're going to pull all that out
0: is it just kind of hanging on
1: because it's always been there
0: okay oh okay (laughs) so kind of like a like why question it
1: exactly we've just gone with the status quo because there wasn't time to clean out that and put something else there well now we have time So we're going to pull out all that endodontic equipment that I never use, and we're going to store it somewhere, because I'm not ready to get rid of it. I don't know why. But we're going to use that area in the sterilization for things that we are always running to the back for. It doesn't make sense. So, oh my goodness, then they were so excited. We're going to tear apart the entire sterilization and reorganize it so it makes sense. I love that. And while we're doing it, we're going to create a system for how we order supplies. Okay. I had not thought of that. They thought of that. Wow. Um, and then my hygienist said, you know, the two hygiene rooms are not the same. What do you mean? They're not stocked the same. It's weird. She said it would be nice if they were stocked exactly the same. So if somebody asked me what was in the other room. Oh, okay. So let's, let's do that. So those are the systems. And I'm sure everybody's office has different systems that are breaking down, not working as well. I have a piece of equipment that I I haven't been using because I don't know how. We broke it out. We're going to play with it.
0: So all of this is coming from the gift of time that COVID-19 has given you and your staff.
1: It's still hard for me to say the gift of time, but you're right. I have never had this kind of time. In my entire life, I've never had this kind of time to look at all the things I'm doing and solve all the frustrations that I have every single day. It frustrates me to know, and that drawer doesn't close. But as I walk out the room, I forget mm-hmm. because it's not. I, I got another pressing challenge, so I can fix that drawer. Um, there's a paint that's chipped in my um, in my bathroom. Every time I see it, I want to paint it. I don't. These are these are things that would make my practice look better. These are things that would make me feel better, and I have time to do it.
0: But you but you're right. It's like. All of dentistry is at a certain pace where those essential things are what keep the practice moving forward. And you don't have that luxury of just, well, I'd really like to spend this kind of time developing this thing that I'm curious about or just the little fixes like you mentioned. And now people have that time. And I understand it's like scary because you're like, well, what if I should have been using that time to do something else. Well, don't stay at home and grovel. Don't stay at home and think of how you're such a victim. That's not going to help. You're doing something productive, and you've already been your home team for together. three weeks.
1: Yeah, I've already cleaned my house. That's done. So, yeah, how am I going to move the practice forward? And the team part of it, whether it's virtual or you can actually have your team members come in and talk to you, that piece of developing the systems together. They own it. They're mm. so excited about this. I had to tell them, you can't tear everything up today. <laughs> We're just not ready. So the next thing we did is we looked at how long we think things might take. You know, if two, if a team of two did this project, how long do we think that would take? Well, let's say six hours. So we put it on the schedule because, you know, we used to have patients on our schedule. There's nothing on our schedule. It's just empty except for some emergencies here and there.
0: So this is trying to get back to the fact that Remember, you lived a very structured-
1: A very structured life. Every and, second of my life was planned.
0: And that whole thing blew up. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying, well, instead of just staying in this place of nothingness, let's start, again, let's start moving forward and, and being intentional, being proactive, being strategic, and planning our own development, our own growth, instead of just letting the, the vacant schedule depress you.
1: Or coming in and just not knowing what to do. So you do what you'd always do which you can take more time doing, you know, like I can answer email for 12 hours. It doesn't mean it's productive. Okay. So if you put it on the schedule, we come in, we have our coffee, we visit at eight 30, we're going to tear apart the sterilization room. That's the plan. And we're going to order all the things that we need today on Friday. So on Monday they're there and we can do it. So that's on the schedule. And then we also decided there was a bunch of things that they wanted to learn That they don't know that I assumed that they knew. And somebody just threw it out. They're like, I don't understand why you adjust these splints three times. Why why do these people have to keep coming back? Oh. And then somebody else said, I don't understand that either. And I don't understand what you're doing.
0: That's funny. But no one wants to say that they don't know.
1: No, it was just this moment of vulnerability when suddenly they were like, hmm, we could learn that. Yeah.
0: But it's like, you're not supposed to, how can you know what, you don't know the the depth of the education you've got and how they don't have that and how they might misplace even things that they're learning and not place them in the right spot because they don't actually have enough of the background context to even file it the right way. You know what I mean?
1: Well, there's so many things. Right. If they knew what I was doing, it'd be easier for them to set up. And that was one of our systems. We're going to take pictures and do setups. But if they knew what they were, what I was doing, that could also create more value when they're talking to patients. When the patient looks over and says, should I do this? Or why does it cost this much? Mm-hmm. There's an explanation. Yeah, And it doesn't have to be me. And even though my team can answer some questions really, really well, there were some questions they just couldn't. So we put two hours on the schedule every single day for a team meeting where we're going to go over two procedures in depth. And remember, we've been doing Team meetings every other week for two hours right? but you know I've got two years worth of material and we're going to get it done in a month maybe this isn't the answer for everybody but I think it's an opportunity to seize, seize the day what can I do today so that when I come back in May hopefully and I have how many hygiene appointments that I've got to see well things will run smoother than they did before
0: you know, and I think it might be a good time to encourage people um, if they're not that comfortable with whatever is current and modern when it comes to digital communications and digital marketing, hey, that's a great time. You know, if, if they don't have a great social media strategy, it might be good to look into that and research that. If they don't know how to zoom call um, their team or their patients, like this is causing people to have to figure out how do I still um, broadcast a message? How do I still share a message? Um, like with this whole social distancing, you're stuck at home. A lot of people are figuring out how, like I, I think online marketing, digital marketing, online education is going to be more important in the new normal than ever. So how can you lead your community? How can you educate patients in this next generation over the next decade by starting to learn these things now? Like, so, I, I don't know what I didn't say well, so meaning...
1: No, you said it beautifully. Okay. And and that's, again, just thinking outside the box. There's never time to videotape a procedure. All of a sudden you can. There's never time to, to um, start a blog. Now you can. There's so many opportunities, but you need to step back and do that creative thinking. And you don't have to do it the way I did it. Maybe you do it differently, but you come up with some sort of a plan for the month, and then put it on the calendar because we all love to say, I'm going to clean out that closet one day. It never gets done. Trust me, I don't really want to clean out this closet that I have to clean out. But if I put it on the calendar and everybody's there with their buckets and ready to do it, we're going to do it. The other thing was was just for my mental health is to create some kind of system so that I, I know when I'm going to work and when I'm going to be home. It's not just, I've got a patient this time. Um, my, my family knows kind of what time I'm going to be home for dinner. It's I need some systems again mm-hmm. amongst the chaos.
0: Some sort of routine, something to operate within.
1: And that's been the most frustrating because we're rescheduling patients, of course, and I have no place to put them. I mean, some people are out June, July, August, oh because I don't have any place. So, And I try to remember, this is a good problem, Allison. This is a good problem. You've been talking about hiring hiring another hygienist. Let's start that process. But it's still a scary because I don't know, am I going to reschedule people in June? I have no idea, but I'm going to live for, okay, this month, this is my plan. If I have to do something in May, I'll come up with another plan, but I'm not going to waste my time.
0: And that's it. You have the ability to be agile, to be nimble, to recreate. And that's the thing. It's like people don't need to be afraid of creating a plan that isn't going to work perfectly well or that might even fail. I we like I think we need to keep hitting the same point over and over and over. Failure is one of those words that carries um I don't know, a lot of negative emotions, shame. Like no one wants to be deemed as a failure, especially when it comes to your dentistry. You don't want to fail in your clinical dentistry. But a different mindset for failure when it comes to leadership when it comes to pioneering when it comes to growth it's just like the faster you keep trying and oh okay we just need to adjust and most of the time that's all it is it's a little adjustment okay but if you're not in the game if you're not making plans if you're not trying like you're not going to learn and you're not going to be set up for success whenever this new normal happens you know so it's like we just want to encourage you you don't have to have clarity to move forward. You don't have to ha- know that everything's going to be perfectly okay or that what you're going to do is going to get the most return on investment. You know, we no one wants to squander their time. But doing nothing is never going to get a return.
1: And it's bad for you. It's just bad for you to sit and stare at the wall.
0: <laughs> and think about the zombie apocalypse. And
1: think about the zombie apocalypse. And yes, this may not be the best use of my time, but there's nothing else that I know and there's no information out there that's going to tell me what I'm supposed to do today. So I got to forge my own path and I know these are things that need to be done. They've needed to be done for a long time and it's interesting that my, my staff was very much interested in, in doing this too because they have frustrations too and getting them out and just being honest about them because some of them were just tiny. The drawer, <laughs> we got to fix the drawer.
0: You know, with the the greatest inventions and innovations in history, most of the time the innovator or the inventor only has a few steps in front of them. And they're stewarding and they're being responsible and they're making the most of what they do see. And as they're moving in motion, taking steps, taking action, it's amazing how it's almost like the universe lines up, starts giving them more clarity. They meet people that all of a sudden have those missing pieces and stuff starts falling into line. And and someone on the outside might be like, oh my gosh, look how, like you must've just had complete clarity. You just got that blueprint. You understood it all. You just had this clairvoyance. No, they didn't mind taking steps without understanding it all, without knowing it all. And that they got rewarded just by by moving, by taking action. So right now, if you just have one step in front of you where you have a little bit of clarity, you know, right now you need to work on you right now you need to develop that plan for your own personal health because you've been practicing the last six months with so much anxiety and you haven't looked at the fact that your you know, cholesterol levels are out of this world, then take that. Like maybe, yeah, maybe this step away from your practice is a good thing. Focus on your personal health. Like, We don't know what it is for you, but we do know that doing nothing is, is not going to be the best
1: step for you. And addressing the anxiety, You know, if you've been working with so much anxiety and your cholesterol is up for the last six months, what, if things go back to normal, when things go back to normal, what is going to be different for you? You don't have to live like this. What is a choice? You know, are you, if you have a team member that you don't like, you've already fired her. She's not coming back. (laughs) That's fine. Um, It may be that you haven't been exercising and you've got to build that into your schedule. So build it now. And then when things get back, you can keep that so there is opportunity here to really create the life that you want and if it becomes a zombie apocalypse, then it does and that'll be a different we'll have a different discussion then
0: and so Allison and I, for those of you that don't know, we are in Phoenix, Arizona, broadly speaking no one most people don't live in Phoenix, but um, the reason why I mention that is because some of the themes we've talked about it's crazy because of the meaning of the actual phoenix. It's what arises out of the ashes. And even just earlier in this episode, we mentioned this current darkness, this current crisis as this fire that is almost purifying and testing and challenging dentistry. And we don't know what phoenix is going to arise out of this challenge. But we do want to encourage and challenge you to lift up your eyes from this current situation and look toward the future and believe and hope that something beautiful, something amazing, something wonderful is going to come out of this time. And you can be part of that.
1: And it's one step at a time, just one step at a time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express
1: yourself fully, live authentic.